Okay. All right, so welcome to the September Reiki Reiju. I always say this every month. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe it's this time. But I really can't believe it's September. And the 9-9 portal. So we don't often talk about portals or though we just went through the lion gate. And I did mention that, I think, in the last one, just because this time of year just seems really potent. And we were talking earlier, like sometimes I wonder, is it is it potent because... I feel it's potent because it's around this time of the year that I I often notice I cycle through phases. And um, and so sometimes like, well, is it just because I find it meaningful, therefore lots of meaningful things happen because I'm looking out for it? Or is this happening to a lot of people? And I sometimes think that when people are talking about portals, clearly it's happening to them too, right? Or they wouldn't be talking about it. So there is probably a kind of collective sense of significance around a lot of these dates. Um, and it's like any morphic field. If there's a lot of people bringing attention or bringing in intention into a certain time of year, then there is going to be a lot more energy around it. Um, yeah, Christmas is the classic one where so many people on the planet bring so much intention and attention to this day that it takes on an enormous amount of energetic significance as well in whatever way and whatever tradition that you celebrate in. But New Year is another one. So there are these very significant times whereby a lot of us, because we're gathering attention around it, it can create, I, I feel, it can create a certain energetic uh, shift that can occur. So I'm going to read you the 9-9 portal, which was yesterday, but it goes on for nine days, apparently. Don't know about that, but uh, the 9-9 portal is aligning you with your destiny and old cycles are completed. So the energy shifts are around completion of old cycles, new beginnings, being aligned with your true identity and destiny, where you belong and with the right people, shifting in the right direction, away from the wrong ones, and you've learned enough lessons, time to achieve your divine purpose, remembering who you are and what you want, and resolution in regards to your past and karmic situations. Mm -hmm. A new higher perspective, achieving big milestones. That sounds pretty fun, doesn't it? So I don't know. Take it all with a pinch of salt. Always, always take it with a pinch of salt. Um, but I have to say that sometimes it's quite fun to bring attention when there's a lot of people bringing attention to certain things. I always think join in. It's like I always recommend to my Reiki students when there are when you notice there are big global meditations going on. Sometimes there are groups that gather many, many thousands of people to uh, be mindful at a certain time. And it could be for world peace. It could be for this. It could be for that. Um, but there's a huge amount of energy that starts to revolve around gatherings. And this is why we gather, right? Because we feel that the group energy is more potent or more, um, more tangible than us as individuals doing the work just whenever we want to. So I do, I do like group energy. And so when there's group intention, sometimes it's just curious to look around that. So for yourself this week, like what old patterns 
are are you willing to let go of what old directions or old paradigms are you are you kind of thinking actually it's time for completion you know I'm I'm happy to complete this and move on to the next thing now often we also talk about the space in between and actually we were talking about it earlier with the experience of you go into a shop wanting to buy something or in your mind you go into the shop because you're going to look for something but then you come out with something completely different and more needed so sometimes the reason I'm bringing that up because sometimes you complete an old pattern or you complete an old stage in life and the new stage isn't completely clear but that space in between is the willingness to go into the shop right and look and see and be curious and also be open enough that you see the other thing So the other thing is you could go into the shop and be completely single minded. I want this. I'm only going to look for this. And then you don't see the other thing that actually you needed. So it's that openness when you're stepping away from an old paradigm, a shift, an old relationship, whatever it is. uh, There's a spaciousness and a curiosity of being open and willing to see what is in the shop. Right. The whole thing. Open yourself up, expand to see what else is there may not be what you were looking for and it may not be even what you you intended to let go of the old thing for you know like often we'll be like okay I'm gonna quit my job because I'm it's really toxic and I've really had enough and then in your mind you're thinking and now I need to look for a new job and so then you focus on the ads and the job sites and all that kind of stuff but then maybe if you really opened to it there might be other completely different opportunities out there so as we are sitting in this space in the next week if it is as potent as people are saying then just allow that curiosity and openness to really come in and and see what's there you know um without the panic and the mind obviously will go into the but what do i do next what's happening next <laughs> and sometimes it's just the openness to to let it unfold for you rather than feeling that you have to rush around figuring everything out. Um, one of the things that I've been playing with, and again, I've talked about this before, is just the willingness to uh, not know and not and not bother. So the mind just doesn't bother with all of its grasping anymore because the next thing will present itself when it does, right? I mean, that's that is actually life when you think about it that is actually the way everything's working anyway we just don't like to see it but if you think back to any any occasion in the past whereby or just anything even like what you had for breakfast this morning um if you really track it back and if you start identifying in the future like what you eat this is a very simple thing to do you might plan what you're going to eat maybe but often what happens is it's a kind of unfolding process that happens I like to do this at a restaurant like I'll go in and I'll look at the menu and my mind thinks it's choosing but then often (laughs) this happens to me all the time often what happens is when the the wait staff come and take my order I'll suddenly jump to something else or I'll have I'll be deciding between two things and then the decision comes like that when I'm being asked now have some curiosity around where that decision came from and if it actually came from the mind at all. 
because I think you'll probably find with enough investigation that the mind actually doesn't decide anything. <laughs> Oopsie. Uh, so, so when you just let go of that and you let go of the grasping, then you can get into a, a really beautiful space where there's a lot more openness and there's a lot less uh, energy wasted on the mind chatter so much mind chatter and when it has an opportunity to be more silent and you can get more present and by present I mean just with the the senses right what you're the breathing and what you feel what you're feeling as in senses not emotionally feeling but what you're touching uh, the texture of life the what you're seeing what you're hearing these these actually are much more alive than your thoughts so just having that capacity to to spend more time with your actual life rather than your thought life, which is fake because it's in your head and you're imagining it, uh, can be just in and of itself a very, very powerful um, process to go through and to realize that. I know I've scattered all over the place. This is what happens when I come to the Isle of Wight. I just... Just everything goes because there's the nature here is so potent. Like for me, anyway, like it feels very, very potent. Whenever I go out, I feel completely immersed in the five senses. It's just such a lovely, amazing place uh, to spend time. So for the meditation, what we're going to do, um, you don't have to listen to the blah, blah, blah. You can just sit with the energy of all the people that have gathered today. Uh, and we're just going to bring our hands into Gasho, prayer pose, and we're going to bring that into our sternum. So your thumbs are just touching into the breastplate. And whenever you're ready, just closing your eyes and starting to take a couple of breaths, starting to bring the body into a sense of stillness. Taking note of the in-breath. You're not trying to change the breathing at all. You're just noticing it. See if you can bring it down into the belly though. If you notice that you're breathing high in the chest. And then for the self-attunement, it's so simple. You're just starting to open the crown. So it's it's like this, you can have this visual of a lotus or a flower right at the top of your head. And it's as if it's opening more fully, blooming. And you might even notice certain sensations if you can really connect in with this at the top of your head, perhaps some tingling or a sense of openness. And then as you breathe, you're just breathing in the Reiki energy. So you're inviting a Reiki attunement or you're asking for a Reiki attunement. Simply through the breath, down through the crown chakra, into the heart center. And then as you breathe out, you imagine the Reiki flowing down through the arms, into the fingers, the fingertips, 
And when you bring attention to this, you might notice some tingling in the hands or some heat. And you might not notice anything at all. That's also perfectly fine. It's more a very subtle intention, a request that the Reiki energy flows through you, helping you with your healing, helping you to balance. And then whenever you're ready, you're just going to bring your hands anywhere on the body, whatever feels comfortable today. And then spending a few moments just tuning into the hands where they connect with your body and how the body part feels. So if your hands are on your lap, perhaps your thighs are feeling sensations from the hands, perhaps some heat or movement of energy. And then very gently starting to scan the body. So we bring our attention back up to around the eyes and face. And using the breath on the out breath, you're relaxing the eyelids, any subtle tension around the eyes, releasing the jaw, relaxing the face completely. And then down into the shoulders with the exhale, dropping the shoulders. Relaxing down through the arms, into the hands and fingers. Breathing into the chest, exhale, release and relax all the way down through the back. Into the belly. Notice any subtle holding happening in the abdomen, just allowing the tummy to be soft. All the way down through the legs into the feet. Noticing the feet on the floor. The pressure at the base of your feet. that connection with the floor. You might notice the pressure on other parts of your body, your buttocks as they are resting on the chair, the back. I'm going to do a very simple practice of simply allowing the Reiki energy to harmonize through the breath. So with every inhale, it's as if you're breathing Reiki in. And it could be from the crown, could be through your hands, could be through the cells of your skin. Just playing around with it. But with every inhale, you're just bringing in more of the Reiki energy. 
And with the exhale, it's as if you're diffusing it through the body. So if you're breathing it in, you can imagine it coming in into the lungs, exhaling it out through every cell of the body. If you're breathing it in through the crown, a similar thing, you're breathing it in into the chest and heart area and breathing it out all the way down through the legs and arms. You can also imagine it through the skin itself. So as you inhale it, imagine it coming in through the entire skin organ. And as you breathe out, it's as if you're intensifying that energy. As if every cell in your body is popping like a light bulb. And you're simply intending the Reiki to balance and harmonize any part of your body that needs it. And that's the body's own internal wisdom. Pulling in the Reiki where it's needed. And with every exhale, you're just releasing any energy no longer required by the body. So the whole body is breathing. Every cell is breathing in Reiki, releasing out anything no longer required. Completion. Inhaling to fill up, exhaling to release. And you can use light, you can use a sense of warmth. You can use tingling, whatever sensation that feels resonant with you today. But keeping it within the five senses, something that you can activate not only the thought, but an actual sensation, whether it be warmth or the image of light. And even though light is an imagination in a sense, see if you can really feel that it is light. You might even notice behind your eyes that a certain color actually forms. getting in contact with the cells of your body. And it's not something that's imagined, but something that is actually felt. might notice as you feel into this deeper, 
There's all kinds of activities happening in the body, popping, buzzing, movement, waves. tingles and it moves and shifts even if there is pain and tension in the body also observing this noticing how it comes and goes And if the mind is busy, see if you can notice the thoughts also as sensations coming and going. As temporary as the sensations in the body. Moving in and out. And as you're with the body, just noticing things arising, perhaps thoughts, perhaps emotions, sensations, colors, shapes, tingles coming and going. And notice that this happens without any conscious effort Just the arising of the life force itself. Even the way the Reiki flows is not really within your conscious control. You can invite it. You can request and invite. You can't really force it. So surrendering to the process, relaxing into it, letting the mind rest.
noticing any peace or silence or presence. For the last few moments, if you have any specific intention, you can bring some energy to that. Again, as an invitation, a request, not something that you're grasping onto, more like an open curiosity. Allowing some energy to be present around any thought of intention, affirmation, new beginnings. And if you notice any strong wanting or grasping, just very gently letting that go. As if you're very gently opening your hands. Allowing any edginess or tension to very gently be released. So that any intention you're making has a very open, spacious feel about it. And then breathing it in and out of the body. And then starting to deepen the breath, noticing the movements in the body. Squeezing the toes, the fingers. Giving yourself a stretch, raising your arms above your head. Giving yourself a little shake all the way down the body, the spine. And whenever you're ready, opening your eyes. <laughs>